Well, hey, fellow hunker downers, as Leslie Jordan would say, we're moving into week seven or eight or 46 of quarantine. And depending on where you're listening from, your state may have already started to slowly reopen. But here in Louisiana, we are still shut down for a few more days before we begin to open our doors. So in the meantime, we're in episode four of eight in the COVID Chronicles here on the podcast. And in today's episode, I chat with business owner and single mama, Brittany Strickland. Brittany is a mighty powerhouse of faith, and she packs a big O punch, y'all. Today, she discusses how COVID-19 has affected her business and how she is storming the banks of all this unknown with a shield of faith. I believe you will be encouraged today. So let's get to listening. Well, hey, girl, welcome to this week's episode of Get Up Girl, a podcast inspired by women of all cultures and backgrounds who have been toe-to-toe in the ring of discouragement, disappointment, defeat, and how they got back up to fight. Each episode, we'll be discussing, well, all the things, marriage, business, parenting, racial divides, grief, loss, and everything in between. We believe that you will be encouraged by these women through their stories. So come on, girl, it's time to get up. Hey, Brittany, how's it going? Hello, love. It's great. How are you? Girl, you know, living that quarantine, that pregnant quarantine life. <laughs> yes, honey, I pray for you all the time. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> just, just cover me, girl. Just cover me. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, I will say, though, I mean, I, not that I'm loving, you know, where we are in the world right now. But right. for me personally, if there is a time to be quarantined for me, it is right now while I'm pregnant. Because, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I've been so sick and I felt so terrible anyway that I'm like, I, I wouldn't be going anywhere if yeah. the world was open. So Right. Right. Um, I totally understand that. I was super sick as well. So I, I get it. It's nothing, um, nothing that I enjoyed. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's been a roller coaster. Um, okay. So I, um, I want you to just introduce yourself so people know, people know who we're talking to. Um, cause you're a rock star. So oh. <laughs> just tell us, um, just, you know, introduce yourself, tell us what you do and, and kind of who you are. Okay. You got the floor. Um, So my name is Brittany Strickland and I own Brit Elizabeth Photography. Um, God, what what do I do? Um, I am a photographer slash storyteller. Yes. Um, I am. I'm a mom of two of the greatest miracles that were ever born. Um, I. Gosh, what am I? Um. I'm a fighter. I'm a warrior. Um, I have the gift of unconditional love that I used to f- fight him about, but I don't anymore. <laughs> I have embraced what he has given me. Um, but no, I mean, t- you know, at the at the end of the day, what am I? I'm really just um, a daughter of the Most High. Um, I try to be the best mom that I can be, and mm-hmm. I try to be the best um, sister, friend whatever anybody needs you know just loving people through where they are and I think that's kind of where my photography fits in is um um it's been a love of mine for a very very long time but it wasn't until about nine eight or nine years ago that um I started 
to do it professionally. And then every year's just kind of gotten bigger and bigger. And um, so, yeah, so I, I just love to tell stories of my clients who hire me to, um, you know, to, to shoot their family session or a senior session or a wedding or mm-hmm. anything like that. But then I, I also am a writer and um, I create uh, huge, elaborate spiritual warfare stories. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. And I, and I love the, when you say you're a storyteller, because, um, so you've actually done some pictures for me for Get Up Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I can ever learn how to build a website, which I'm trying to teach myself, those pictures will be on there. Uh, <laughs> God help me. But I, when I remember when we were talking about that photo shoot and like the first question you asked me was what story do you want to tell? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, that's an interesting way to look at that. Um, yeah. And, but that, but for me that really did, which is funny because the podcast is centered around people telling their story. Right. And wow. so, but then when we got to like, when you asked me that question about the photo shoot, I was like, Oh, I don't know. What story do I want to tell? Anyway, I don't know. It just kind of shifted my perspective. Yeah. Like that's the greatest gift that I can give to somebody is to tell their story and then put it back in a book form or in, you know, print form and be like, yo, this is yours forever. Yeah. Yeah. What a gift. That is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're, you know, we're, I'm in the middle of doing this, uh, these COVID chronicles. <laughs> I love it. I love that. I get, you know, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta try to make it light, you know, some kind of light of this situation. Um, but anyway, I, I'm just, I wanted to get your perspective on this time because, um, you are a single mother and you're also a business owner. And so I feel like, and I'm going to be honest, I I love your perspective on life anyway, (laughs) Even, even when, even when things are quote unquote, like normal. Um, but right now in this unnormal time and this uncertainty, I just wanted to kind of, um, just learn from you and get your perspective on, on how this, this has impacted you and your business. You know, when, when this happened, um, I don't know. I never, I never got fearful. I never, Mm -hmm. because I, I was getting ready to, to get in the bed. And so I had gone in the bathroom and I had washed my face and, um, I read before I go to sleep. I might not get very far, but I do try to read mm-hmm. before I go to sleep. And it was almost audible. Like you can hear you and I speaking. I heard, you know, I, I'm the one that gave you that talent. I'm also the one that created your business. So mm-hmm. if something happens, we'll just create it again. You'll be fine. Yeah. And so that's really how I've looked at this this entire time. Um, and and in the midst of chaos and the unknowing and the unseen, I mean, that's kind of where and when I create anyway. Yeah. And so um, I've really taken this quote-unquote shutdown time and looked at it as a reset time. Um mm. I actually have a reset group. I did not want to do this. I actually fought the Lord on this for about two years. Um, but I had how it goes. Of, right. I have a group of women um, who they come to my house every every other Tuesday. Of course, we, we haven't been able to do anything. Um, we've been doing Zoom every Tuesday. Um, and that's the name of the group. God gave me that name. And so I've really used this 
quote unquote, as reset time. And I have finished my website. I have, um, you know, um, God, I haven't told anybody this, but the people that are going to help me. So you'll be the first to know, um, really dropped in my spirit before this ever happened. Um, you're going to write a second book Mm. and it's, um, it's going to be, a second part of the hauntings redemption. And I was like, no, 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 no. That must've been straight from Satan himself. So not today, Satan, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing it. <laughs> and, um, again, a couple of days rocked on, you know, and I was like, it just kept coming and kept coming. And uh-huh. so I, I, I began to be able to, to write my book. Um, I really have switched my focus and I, you know, I've heard a lot of people say, oh, I can't wait for this to be over. I can't wait for everything to get back to normal. And I really do understand what they're saying. Yeah. But I can't wait to come out of this and it not go back to normal. Right. Like I've learned so much about patience and being still and being in the moment and being, b- b- I guess, January one. Um, my word for the year was focus. Mm-hmm. And it was what I meant by that. The intent of that is wherever I am in the day, I'm going to be focused 100% on that. Mm-hmm. And so I've learned that throughout this time. And <clears throat> going back to my babies, um, you know, I guess I've, you always think that you're giving them the time that they need. And then you wake up one day and they're 16 and they're 12 and you're like, Oh my Jesus, <laughs> where, what happened to y'all? Yeah. And so all the things that you thought you were always trying to do, you literally look up and it's like, Whoa, now they're big. And I don't even remember what I was trying to do four or five, six years ago. Yeah. And so it just, it has really been, um, it's really been a, I hate to use this word because you know, it's like a cliche, but it's like a bit of, a little bit of an awakening. I mean, as you said, you know, earlier, I really do try to live my life uh, fully awake. Fully, yeah. You know, somebody spoke to me um, in that, that I shot for um, with you that day. Um, yeah. And she told me, she said, you, you know, you're a seer. You have the gift of seeing. Walk in it. And um, I've been told that only two other times in my life, but I know that. Yeah. And so I've really been trying to hone in on that. And I've really been trying to see things um, truly in, in his sight, if that makes any sense whatsoever. No, that and I love that. And because I got, see, see, that's why I wanted to talk to you, because <laughs> <laughs> because you always I just I love your perspective. But um, I, I mean, because being a mother and a business owner and you know, and, and during this time, and like you said, um, where everything's just kind of shut down and, and gone dark, you know, a little bit. And, but yet your perspective has shifted to folk, like a refocus and you've finished your website and you're starting your second book and, you know, in this, and it's like, yes, yes. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm over here. Like, I don't even think I've said a word the whole time, but I'm just over here nodding like, yes. <laughs> um, which is hard. I mean, and I'm sure that's not because, you know, for me, where I have struggled in this time is it, I have fought the the shutdown, you know, right. for my mind to just right. uh, whatever and just shut down. Um, yeah. I think I, I do think some of that has to do with being pregnant and physically 100. just not feeling <laughs> like I just don't even feel like myself on top of all this. Um, 
but I love that you like, that's where your focus has been. It's like, yeah, you know, photography, your business has taken a, a little bit of a hit and things are slower. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember, um, when I, cause, cause, uh, what did I, Oh, it was the gender reveal, the gender reveal. Yes. And you yes. had like a wedding that day and you were like, yes. Oh, I'm, I'm booked. And then all this happened. And I remember mm-hmm. you reached out to me and we're like, Hey, I don't have that wedding anymore. So, right. you know, um, yeah. But, you know, in a time where it just it can be so easy to slip into that, like, well, this sucks and where is this going and what's going to happen? And yes, um, but you're taking the complete opposite route. And well, I think, you know, it took me a long time. Don't don't get me wrong. I mean, this has been years and years. A friend of mine said, I don't know how you can send me a text like that. She she was in Dallas and she was having a tough time. And and, you know, I I sent her a text back and I, I just said, well, honey. You know, this is what happens when you choose to surrender and really lay everything down, including yourself, and go, okay, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. And then you, you, when you take yourself out of it, you know, you don't really have a choice. You, you just do whatever, what, what, what he says. You do what the word says. You, you meditate day and night, and you, you really figure out who you are. And, and, and this is what I've learned. And this goes back to what you were just saying about free focus. Mm-hmm. When you when you're focused on why me, woe is me, 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 which it's so it's so easy to get back in there because we're we're flesh. Yeah. So let's just you know let's just be honest. I mean mm-hmm. it's just a part of us that we're never going to get away from until we're gone. Um, but when you're focused on that, I've learned that it is one hundred percent where you stay. Because that's what you're focused on, mm-hmm. you know, and the word says, um, obviously, I just said it a few minutes ago, um, uh, the, the faith scripture, you know, s- speak on things that aren't as if they were. But the word also says, whatever you think on the most, you know, whatever a man think is, is well, that's what's in his heart. And whatever he thinks on the most, most is what's going to manifest. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, you hear these scriptures growing up and, and you hear them in church, but you don't really you don't really learn it until you decide to learn it or a light bulb goes off, goes off or somebody says something to you. Yeah. And so I, what that's, that is how come my perspective can be the way it is. And it's only him. It's all, I cannot take any credit for this. Only thing I did was finally go, okay, God, what do you want me to do? Because obviously I'm not doing what I'm supposed to because I'm not getting what I'm trying to get to. So what, what do you want me to do? Yeah. 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 And I think, I think that's so key for, especially, you know, for believers, um, in a time like this where Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, and this is not a slam on, on the media because, you know, I understand they have a job to do, but you know, where everything seems to be so wrapped and based in fear and just this big, huge question mark, like, is this the apocalypse? You know, do we need to go get in bunkers? Like, what are we doing here? And, and where I think believer, and this is what excites me, is where we have the opportunity for the world to look at us and say, "Come on, sister, Come wait, on. How, like, girl, how are you so calm? Like, what you do? Yeah. You know, what you got that I don't have?" And yes, and we can say exactly what you just said, and um, and that and that was really what prompted me to to do this little podcast series is because you know I I just was like, I there are 
I know people in my community that are of the body of Christ. How are they handling this? And I want to talk to them. (laughs) So, um, and that, and you know, and that just fires me up because I I know I, I, and and that, well, this kind of leads into my next question actually. So I'll just go ahead and ask you, um, Mm -hmm. what do you think this is going to look like for the church when, when we're on the other side, like when this lifts and we come out on the other side, what do you think the church is going to look like as a whole? What I would, I would love, this is, okay, so I'm just going to be real, real, I mean, this is, okay. Uh, yeah, girl, you better, okay. you better tell me what you're thinking. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> oh, how do I say this? Um, <laughs> I think, I think at least now it can show the church, okay, maybe I need to build my faith up a little bit more, mm-hmm. or maybe I need to figure out where I stand, and since I don't, I'm not real happy with where I where where I stand. Let me let me dig in. Let me lean and let me get closer to Him because that's the greatest thing about God, is that He loves us in our greatest parts. He loves us in our grossest parts. He yeah. loves us skinny and wide. And so, <laughs> you know, I I really hope that after this is over with that it is such a revolution, a liberation. It's funny that, that you asked me this question. I'm actually creating a, um, uh, a, a sweatsuit line. What? Yes. Come on. And it's called, yes. And it's called spiritual liberation. And it is, and I haven't told anybody that either. Um, it is literally, it's so time. I feel like that captives be broken Mm-hmm. So that they can be free and that they know, hey, I can walk in my father's love. I don't have to be perfect because he put me in this flesh body. But as long as I'm working to be better and to be more like Christ, mm-hmm. hey, he's got me. Yeah. He's got me because I've learned that obedience and trust is such key to this whole thing. So my prayer really honestly is that the radicals become super radicals and the lay people become radicals and that yes. we start walking around in the authority that has been given to oh, us. Praise, praise. When you ask me, what do I, what do I think the church will be? I, I'm not real sure what the church will be, but I, when I tell you, I go into crazy interceding. I'm talking Matt where like my kids are like, Oh, there she goes again. Oh, <laughs> There goes yeah. mom. <laughs> <laughs> that is my prayer is that the radicals become super radicals and that the lay people become radicals and we get on yes. fire for God. And I don't mean like Bible belt people because that don't our Bible beating people because that doesn't do anything. Yeah. But what does do something is what you just said. When, when people look at me and they're like, how are you so calm? And I, all I can say is, I mean, do you really want me to tell you? Do you really want me? Do you want to know yet? Because if you're not ready, it's cool. Like, I'm going to love you through this process. But it is 100% because my daddy's father said, hey, you're my daughter. And yeah. I gave you all the cattle on all the hill. You going to trust me or not? That That's really my prayer for the church is that we we just be us. And we be, we be the humans that he created us to be. Mm-hmm. But be the humans that he created us to be and walk in the authority and the gifts that he gave us. Everything's on the inside of us. All we have to do is activate it. Yep. Yep. You're right. Hey, I'm with you on that one. 
<laughs> so I'll, I will stand with you on that prayer because um, that that is my hope too. And I, I personally, um, I cannot wait to get back into corporate worship. It like yes, in, me too. because I think it's going to explode. Me too. I agree. And I agree. that's what I miss the most. Yes. Me too. Being together and worshiping with my church because I mean, it's amazing what happens when, when that corporate worship is happening and it's, and it's legit. It's not, it's yeah. not like three songs and then we're done because we have to be out of here at 1130. It right. is whatever the Holy spirit is trying to do. Let's, let's get it y'all. Cause it is time <laughs> for us to step up. Oh, sister, you hear me? I'm getting fired up. here. I know. I I'm love it. <laughs> I'm like, I want to like bang my hand on the table, but I don't want it. It would kill the microphone. So I'm like trying really hard to contain myself over here. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, I love it. Okay, well, my, my last question for you, because um, I know you got to run. My last question is, um, what what has this time, and I know you've kind of touched on this a little bit, but what, what has this quarantine, this COVID time done for your faith, just for you personally? Oh, wow. Um, oh, I mean, I, I'm going to be... I'm going to be real like I have been this entire time. I mean, there's been, there have been a few days where it has definitely tested. I, I'm, I'm learning again through this time, um, which I always kind of knew. Um, my love language is, is, is touch and quality time. And, and, you know, like I'm, I'm a hugger. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, we, it's, it's, um, it's debatable because (laughs) they always say that Italians love to hug. Um, and we did our ancestry. We've been told our whole life we were Italians. And then we found out that we were not Italian at all. We're like black Irish and Syrian, which is fine. <laughs> but still, I'm like, really, mom, you could have told the truth. Told the um, but anyway, um, I'm going to claim Italian. Sure, die, so. sure. Um, <laughs> but I do. I, um, I do because I, I am an introvert and I work. I, I work well when I've been quiet and, and I really get to be real quiet and real still and, and, you know, praying and meditating and, and really having a, a, a conversation with the Holy spirit. But I'm, I've learned through this that, um, I do require touch. I require quality time with somebody. My faith has grown stronger, not because I'm, I'm like, okay, I can't be fearful. I have to stand in faith. It is just, wow, my daddy's got me. Yeah. Like, he's got me. And it's been, it's been very, um, lack of a better word, sweet. Mm-hmm. When, when, when you have grown up um, in such a chaotic state, in such an ab- abusive world, Um, to have created, you know, a safe place for you and your children and, and in a chaotic time when the whole world, not just Shreveport, not just Louisiana, but the entire universe is on shutdown. Yeah. And if I start to get antsy or if I start to, you know, freak out a little bit, I'm like, okay, okay. What, what I need to do, you know? And, and, and I'm me. So like, I'm like, okay, I'm going, I, I can't listen to to any more, you know, preaching or any more of this, I'm going, I'm going to be quiet with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I'll do that, you know, and then I'll come inside and I'm like, okay, I need, I need to play some prints. 
I'm going to put some prints on. We're going to dance it out. And I'm going to be good to go. <laughs> yes. Hey, hey, proof, people, that you can be a Christian and also listen to Prince. Okay? It's fine. Oh, it's yes. fine. Lord, gosh. Man, if I didn't have Prince and Stevie Nicks, oh, I don't know what yeah. I would do. I got to get it, you know, because I'm a dancer at heart. Uh-huh. So it's hard for me to sit still, sister. It's hard for me to sit still. <laughs> I, I feel you. <laughs> I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Well, I thank you so much, Brittany, for taking time and, and just chatting with me and um, just giving a fresh perspective and some encouragement. I oh, I love oh, you honey, dearly. No, thank you. I love you. I'm honored. When when I, I saw your text and I was like, me? L- little old me? Like, yeah, girl. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot to say about nothing. And then, <laughs> so, no, I'm honored, honey. And, and I'm so grateful for you. And I, I thank you for for all of you and, and what you're doing, you know, but, but honey, this thing that you're doing, I mean, I just see it. It's huge and it's going to help so many people. Thank you, Jesus. So thank you for, for, you know, I'm, I'm honored. I I truly am. I I was, I told my kids, I said, don't come in here. I have have to to do a a podcast. And they were like, what? Oh, well, thank you. Uh, You always, you always breathe life into me. I appreciate that so much. So thank you, sister. It's all him. You are so welcome. It's all him. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love you so much. And if y'all need anything, y'all let me know. Oh, yes, girl. We will. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, baby. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Well, what did I tell you? She's pretty stellar. And hey, make sure you check out her photography on her website and social media, which will be linked in the show notes. And if you live in the local Shreveport Bossier area and you ever need a photographer, hit up Brittany. She is so insanely talented and I promise she will make your photography session such a blast. I know this from personal experience, so just trust me. And thank y'all so much for listening today. And I hope you're leaving a little more encouraged than when you came in. Make sure you check back with us. We have four more episodes to come in the COVID Chronicles. And we look forward to seeing you again. All right, y'all. Until next time.